ma, ma, ma. Okay. Okay. So where should we begin? So where should we begin? First of all, let's address the elephant in the room that we're starting a podcast mid-season and we don't give a fuck. No, we don't care. It was a burning, it was a burning desire. We had to get it off our chest. I think of it as like ASMR for people. It's ASMR. If you need Don't to listen like, to what we're saying. Yeah, it's just hear your friends talk and it's as if we were watching it together. Exactly. Because I don't know why and I don't know how, you know. I love culture, art. I'm 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 into poetry. I sure. once at one point used to like going to museums, but for some reason I'm at my happiest when I'm parked in front of that TV with my girls watching The Bachelorette. And I wanna know why that is. I wanna explore. Why? Why do That's... I like it better than poetry? <laughs> it's our poetry it's the poetry of the new world it's meaningful to us for some goddamn reason we're putting it on a track now um so where do we begin i mean we're we're talking about season 57 or whatever the fuck one it is episode 11 Mm -hmm. had a two-header this week we had men tell all and then tasha's down to three now Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about how she's down to three. So if you have a down to three. Pause. And those three are. Do you remember? Ben. Uh huh. No. No. Ben's the one that's not. Ben got. Ben lost. <laughs> ben got ben chaos. Lost. Ben is haunting. On... End. Yeah. Empty, empty shell of a person. I really recognized myself in him. I was like, he is about to walk away and shatter. He's, it's not even here yet. He was just, it's so deep with him. It was like, it's going to take him a while to really realize how much pain he's in, I feel. Yeah, he played himself on that. He played himself, dude. And I feel for him. I played myself in the same way, bro. Oh, of course. But also, Tejo was like, respect to her for being like, he can't open up. Yeah, she was he's pissed. got to go. I know. And she wanted to like him. She wanted to like him bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to like him. I don't The scoop neck of that shirt. The scoop. The level he was at, it wasn't here and it wasn't even here like our beloved um, boy band producer. It was <laughs> like at a mid-length that was intolerable cruelty. Yes. Yes. It was rude. It was rude. rude. I wonder if that's like a trend that we're going to, that we, that's been happening behind our back. So we didn't even know it was a trend. I don't know because you know how. Or if it's just Ben's thing and it's never going to pick up steam. (laughs) Question mark. Or is it from Alexander Wang for H&M? Tell me. (laughs) Which one is it? (laughs) Oh, Oh, but yes, poor him. I mean. Will he or will he not make the driver swerve off the road into oncoming traffic? We'll have to wait and see. Oh my god, honestly, praying for Ben. And this is shout out to all my peeps out there struggling with mental health, myself included. It was not good. It really brought it for me. I was like, people with any mental health issues that they're actively struggling with, I just shouldn't do this show ever. And yet, what is reality TV built upon? But Preying on men- the mentally ill and the unstable. Absolutely. I mean, you have to be mentally ill to want to do, to do this show. 
essentially. <laughs> I don't know how. I know. I love how, like, you know, I guess they probably always edit this out, but like, he, Ben's like, I'm not sure if I want to say I love you. And it's just like, I understand why. Yeah. The, but the producers are like, bro, you got it. It's just your dude. life. This is normal. About. Like, this is how it's done, dude. <laughs> She's got three other dudes saying I love you to her, but you got to be one of them if you want to have one in four chance to maybe one day <laughs> marry her in four days. Maybe. In four days. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, like, the timeline is... his butthole is just cinched. He's just frozen inside. Yeah, he, wasn't he like, I've never been in love or something? He said he'd never said it. Oh my God, Ben. Honestly, wherever you are right now, I'm praying for you, bro. And it's going to, it gets better and it's going to be okay. I do appreciate him coming, coming out as a saying, I I was a bulimic. He had that that (laughs) mental health moment earlier. I forgot. I do. I remember the suicide attempt, but I forgot the bulimia. Oh God, Benny boy. I mean, I appreciate him repping for the male bulimics because not enough not enough people uh, talk about that. Not enough people will come out and talk about that. However, about especially the military. Maybe oh let's give him the benefit of the doubt and okay. let's say that like he's maybe about to get he's super laid. Oh, totally. But I mean, also like let's assume that he's heavily medicated and that's why crying can't that's happen why blink- for him. Yeah, he can- cannot cry. Not cry, barely blinks, which that's fine. Like that's fine. It's all good and also like medication helps maybe this was like i don't know like maybe he realized and didn't say it because he was like this is insane like yeah. i can't say i, I think, love you this person i think some part of it has got to be pro- self-protective at that point he's just like yeah because if you've been through true depression and like almost killed true yourself, trauma you're like not actually I believe that he's gonna be fine. Like, he will be okay. He actually like has been through worse, so he's fine. <laughs> he's gonna be fine. I know he's never he's never said said I love you and had them break up with you, but he still hasn't done that. He saved that cherry, so exactly. I'm happy for Ben. And he's about to get so much puss from the sensi chicks on IG. Oh my god, they're totally. gonna love it. And he lives in like Venice, right? Okay, like- that was something that I was revolted by honestly when i when that i didn't connect that the he was date? from venice but when he was like this is what we do in venice and he took her to a juice shop i was sickened i was like oh god this adds another layer to him i kind of thought he was like more like an f more than every man but it's like he's not he's a venice boy no offense to the venice people but you know what i mean it's just like it's a very specific like vibe that he's got going on that just solidified it once we found out that he liked to take turmeric shots and stuff I know. I was like, I thought he was going to be like, you know, this is like my, what we would do on Friday nights in my hometown. We go to the football game. And then he's like, so let's go to the juice bar. First stop juice bar. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) being from LA, that was a huge turnoff instantly. Yeah, no, for sure. It's like, and I like juice and everything, but it's just like, (laughs) this is not an event, honey. (laughs) Anyways, love you, Ben. Um, Love you, Ben. Hope you're doing good out there in the world. You know, there's help ben there's help who was the other one that was like oh the guy in the big very very beginning who had the traumatizing date with um (sighs) what's her face oh my god the guy who had to drop out he couldn't even date he couldn't handle it yeah she pushed him to the brink of a breakdown 
by forcing intimacy and having him open up in a way that like it was honestly terrifying to violent watch. scarring yeah i was like he's ugh, that was hard to watch you know she just took it and ripped it out and threw it away that was wild she didn't even she was just fucking around yeah she was they were on something i i felt like they were coked out but they might have had maybe some they mushrooms. took molly or something they were like like they had big eyes and they were yeah they were too too geeked fully spiraled just like oh man and like everything he was saying and she was like yeah you're like the kind of guy that i would normally go for it's just like commitment issues talk about him i'm more worried about i think i was actually kind of worried about that guy because he scratched the surface of something that I don't think he ever intended to look at and then was just left with it. So Well, that's what you get when you sign up for a show that's all about love. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. airing your wounds on, on national TV. He kind of looked like a guy I used to sleep with that was like a photographer that and ended up, who was some New Jersey, like New Jersey style. Of course. And then, like, now drives a big rig. Oh, don't tell me that. I know. I know. It's hot. I know. (laughs) (laughs) He was that guy that's back to the bachelor guy. That guy is the one that I think looks like a Jordan Firstman character. Yeah, he looks looks like like Jordan Jordan playing straight. An impression of a straight guy. Yeah, he does. He does. So I couldn't get that out of my head, and it just felt like an incredible bit, you know, that had gone on and on. God, I hope he's okay. I hope that guy's okay. I can't remember his name, but whoever you are, we love (laughs) you. We didn't do our research to go into the cast list, but it's in there somewhere. I remember all these people's names frequently enough. So much headspace of mine is... Taken up by a Docked up by, like, Bachelor people. Like, I know. Yeah. When Claire Crawley, people went, who? I went, I know it all. <laughs> I've watched it all. And that's another episode <laughs> for another day. I feel like we should have a whole other Claire recap because I have so many thoughts. That was, she is something else. I don't Let's know. Let's just say that. Say. She's something else and she's me. <laughs> and she's yeah, not me. of course. No. <laughs> She's like, so, I am her, she is me, and uh-huh. also I, not. Also not. <laughs> <laughs> but I really saw parts of myself in her that are very ugly and I didn't want to look at. And it was Dude, terrible. same. Same. I feel like America agrees. Maybe that's why I was so shook by the like forced intimacy uh, therapy date because like that has been me before. I just know it. I know I've been on a date with someone oh who's like God. closed off emotionally and I've just like really dug in and like, like got I know them how to, to open talk up to people mm-hmm. what, what, what was it like when you lost sick. your virginity yeah sick, <laughs> sick. god someone introduce me to she a boundary so please i know somebody introduced me and claire and you <laughs> and all women in america to a boundary to a boundary today, yesterday and tomorrow <laughs> I, I mean girl I get I get down on my knees and I pray for Claire every day. <laughs> I pray for I pray for my inner Claire. I pray that she we've goes all, down. We've all got <laughs> one. I need her to go down. I need her to go down and away from me. Leave my body. It's so bad, dude. I mean, you know, we saw Claire and the mental all sparkling and or whatever, not the mental all the the Dale and the Claire tell all the Dale yeah, and Claire yeah. lie show. 
Mm-hmm. And good God, girl, I was, uh, it's not going to be a pretty sight when the Dale shit collapses and she's no. like, square one and she's not 39. She's sound effects board. The Oregon music fucking lightning. That's going to be a dark hour for Mr. Crawley when she finds his DMs. The crypt opens. And she's been living in there since she turned 40. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) Poor thing. I know. We love her. And, like, women are allowed to be whoever they want, even if it's messy, you know? Yeah. And that's why I love her. That's why I stand, Claire. Love her. Love the work that she's done. You can tell she's been through a lot of therapy, even though it seems... Even though none of it's working. None of it's Not up to any of it. Anything. And, hey... I can relate. <laughs> I haven't even done the therapy yet. I, I keep starting, stopping for years, and then washing right back up on the same old seashore. Yeah, that's, everyone's in the same boat. That's why she's so relatable. That's why she's relatable, and that's why ultimately she is good, even though she was still a metaphor for misogyny and where yes. we're at with how we view women, especially like unvaluable women, a.k.a. old, old. not fertile. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a to take it back to the men tell all when they brought back that guy Joseph. He had another. Oh really my god! Line. I know, right? What did he? He say? was so proud of himself. He was so smug. He was Dude, like, you all, know, he's a leader in certain. Also, circles. I have to say, all of the men like getting like so appalled by that conversation. I'm like, excuse me, every single last one of them has. Been, been that, that guy. guy like so and or just sat try... there for years mocking women for the exact same thing and just exactly so don't <laughs> then... even try to like get on your high horse all of a sudden <laughs> you guys <laughs> seriously don't be disgusted by I know him, bennett like... like took his glasses off oh my god i've got to rub my temples it's like girl <laughs> what y'all what, what were y'all talking about at harvard Exactly. I saw the social network. I know how <laughs> Facebook started. <laughs> yeah. Nine one one on Bennett. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't even find know. find a sock, Bennett. Find a sock. God damn. <laughs> Who invented that sock free attitude for those rich men? It's despicable. It is. There's only a, a certain kind of person that can pull that off and it's not Bennett. It's not Bennett. Sometimes I fancy myself one of those people, but then I realize that my feet are too smelly for that lifestyle. Pretty stinky. I mean, I've, yeah. I've definitely done it, but never in a dress. I'm doing it right now, look. but I'm, I'm hating every moment of it. <laughs> I can feel my toes <laughs> queeging in their own sweat. Okay, back to the vital news of the day. <laughs> I have a mad woman's notes scrawled pages of things Riley said. I mean, wow. Okay, we gotta stay on track. Which we gotta. We're, we're, let's talk about the three that we've got left. Okay, final three. Um, <clears throat> should we go safest to most dangerous? Yep, <laughs> absolutely. And I wonder who, if anyone's following along, <laughs> what you'll think the order is. Because <laughs> I'm dead set, and I'm crystal fucking clear. Right? <laughs> let's go safest to dangerous. Then. Okay, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? I know what it's going to be. Go. Okay. Brendan, safest. Ivan. Oh my god, I actually was going to put Ivan first. Really? You think Ivan's safest? 
I think Ivan's best. Yeah, you're if right. Best is I, safest. Yeah. I Brendan, think if, if like a matchmaker from like if an elder was actually paying attention and went, mm-hmm. they put her and Ivan together. Yeah, I think you're right. Or Riley. I thought that about Riley from the beginning, but I knew she Me wasn't going to go for him because he's <clears throat> too fucking nice and open so nice. and transparent together, about his feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, no, she ran far from that really fast yeah so i'm a little worried but anyways so brendan <laughs> is also safe very safe but he has been married before so maybe there's something under there that we don't know but like whatever I, Brendan's I'm not, like, been married? oh yeah he's the one that's yeah. been married before i think that's one of their main bonds which isn't a great bond it's like a oh, it's like a bond. trauma bond yeah it's probably not smart bond. yeah and yeah, so right. is fucking zach and they don't really talk about their marriage as much this is like, we just brushed that one over the carpet, but let's just save oh, dangerous for last. Oh, yeah. Zach was married, but like for like a minute. Yeah, he was married, married for a year, and that was when he told her his whole history. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Whew, okay. Well, you're right. Ivan is the healthiest and safest, probably. I feel. Yeah, Although, I, feel like- I Go, go. I can see some codependent behaviors in him. Yeah, maybe from- that's why I like him. <laughs> I mean, totally. I mean, he's like a, he almost seems like a martyr saint type person. Yeah. Yeah. Which is never as hot as a full blown addict. Number, <laughs> number one? That's <laughs> most dangerous. Number one most dangerous, Zach. Mm. Also, number one most ugliest. Also, number one <laughs> most scariest. Most scariest. When that camera's had on, girl, there's hollows in his cheeks and his sinews popping out of his neck, and he freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, Not he's to, you know, face shame people, but good God, no. boy, he's like, uh... he's got something in his eyes. It is not good. It's not good. There's like a lot of darkness going on there, and the and ha- I cannot understand because of what his mug looks like. Like not to be <laughs> like that, but truly, like Tasia is a fucking eleven times a million. Like she's amazing. I know looking. it's not an even match. Please, <clears throat> and oh, he's, please. Yeah, it's just not. He's he's not even like that nice or cool, but. You can tell that her bond with him fucks yeah. hard. They have a chemistry that, like, uh, it's hard. I to mean, watch. I knew that he was bad when I thought he was so. I didn't get why she liked him at all the whole time. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. And then, when did you get it? When he told her he was an addict. Oh. <laughs> Like he was in love with her or whatever. He started were like, eating her face and like his eyes got that look. I was like, he said he looks kind of hot to me. Oh no, no, mm-hmm. that's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got that. That's 911. That's a 911 on me. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't think he's hot, but like I think not that. actually hot, but I had a moment where I could see it. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah. When he was being, <clears throat> when they were like having their weird date, and he was like telling her she was ha- hailing a cab wrong, and then like told her that she shouldn't put blueberries on her bagel, and because he, he was like her, he was negging her Straight so up. hard, and he's like, "What? Some kind of New Yorker? He lives in New Jersey, everybody." Like, and I was what? like, "Okay, Haddonfield." Shout out to my friend Caitlin Large, who's from Haddonfield. I was like, "I know Haddonfield, bitch." <laughs> <Sure>. Um <laughs> And I love it. 
<laughs> but I don't love Zach. I mean, whatever. I like, peace be with you or whatever. I guess. But like, get the fuck away from Tasia. Zach. She's he he. She's he gonna hooks. choose him. She's gonna choose him. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's watching a slow motion car accident. Okay, can we talk about the most important person in the show um, so far? And that being <laughs> Ivan's brother. Yeah, Ivan's brother. Damn, the swag on him. I have a feeling in my chest uh, the mere mention of him. He's and also, a, he has a spirit to him that's interesting. Let's just say. Yeah, he's like deep and soulful and like, uh, he's hot. He's fucking hot. Like, I would have felt scared to be alone in a room with him in that way, where I'd be like, can other people it. come in here now? <laughs> or I don't know what else could happen. <laughs> yeah, we might be fucking soon. Dude, he Just looked- righteous. He, yeah, all of his vocab. Like, he was like, he called the Bachelorette a righteous endeavor. A righteous endeavor. Giving it a dignity it certainly doesn't even Does deserve. not deserve. Not even close. But you know not what? Not even close. He's had a study in dignity, I'm sure. He said that their love was natural and organic. And I thought, that's a beautiful thing to say to somebody. It's like every word out of his mouth is beautiful. This is beautiful. The way he taught his vocab. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is an action word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the deepest thing anyone's ever said ever on said this show. On this show. Slash in life. Besides when also her and Ivan talked about racism. It's like <clears throat> Tasha. Ivan, you're right. Ivan is number one. Ivan's number one for me if I were to, you know, be the one to tell her what to do. Yep. I think you're right. Earlier I was feeling like Brendan was number one, but I think Brendan is like the sweet dum dum. He's the sweetie dum dum. I love how slow he talks. Um is this something is so what... hypnotic about it. But yeah. it would drive me crazy eventually. I'd be like, after get it. a f- the fuck out <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, also yeah not... i think he's a little low on humor yeah i think he's not gonna like crack you up he's not gonna crack you up he seems but... like a good man though a massachusetts roofer such a good that's man a good man he's like gonna be fine a guy that says all i've ever wanted is to be a father like can impregnate yeah. me any day yeah go ahead i'll yeah. I'll, if... I'll be t- I'll, I'll be ripping out the IUD and we're going for it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I ripped mine out years ago when I stopped having having sex with men and having sex in general. And now I'm back to not every day, but there are certain days where that. Where <laughs> certain days. If the wind blows the right way. If the wind blows the right way, <laughs> he can come at me and I'll have his skin. <laughs> It all depends. It all depends. Moods, seasons, times of day, days of the week, months why, of the year. Why did they make them do this in Palm Springs in the middle of the summer? Because everyone is I'm so sweaty. So sick. Everyone it's is just drenched. On the verge of a, of a heat stroke. It's, it's sad to watch. I know. Everyone looks so faint. I mean, this was a hot summer. I think, yeah, yeah woo. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be there for months on end. That, no. Talk about psychological torture. You're trapped Literally. in La Quinta for God knows how long. <laughs> They're all Thanks. primed to just really go in with her. Oh my God. 
I mean, it's always designed to do that, but this is designed to do it in a different way because of COVID and everyone's desperate and trapped. Yeah. Um, okay, the other crucial notes I wrote is basically that Tasha should be a speechwriter because I feel like she always gives really good Ooh. speeches. She's always she like does. walking in and giving a good speech. She never seems nervous. Which who is the bachelorette before her? Claire. I mean, not Claire, but the, before. the other one. Yeah. What's her I name? Hannah. Hannah B. She was so nervous. All Whose the time. speeches were so crazy, but that's why she was so lovable. I know she was fun to watch. Authentic. Love her. Love you, Hannah B. Love you, Hannah to B. Talk death. about someone who's really been through therapy, but chose the wrong chose, guy. Made all the wrong choices. All the wrong choices. And she's the <laughs> only one that ended up with no one ever. No one. So sad. Who was the guy? Tyler. I don't remember the candidates anymore. Tyler. Talk about a commercial roofer that can impregnate me every day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gigi Hadid I, was like, yeah, me too. Come on. <laughs> Actually, never mind. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> See, that's the problem. It's like, he's probably pretty boring. So he, He's so boring. Like, what an odd trajectory that guy's had because now mm-hmm. he's just like a model. But it's like if he if he was born at another time, he'd still just be he'd already be a married dad construction worker. We're in Jupiter, Hot. Florida. Yeah, and he'd be just fine. But now it's like he's like a supermodel. I know, and I wonder if it's gonna all have been worth it for him in the end. I feel like he doesn't even care. Like his he mom just care. died. He's like ready for it to all go away any moment. Yeah, over quarantine, his mom died. Anyway, I got really invested in that season because I loved those two dummies. Yeah, who was the other? Who was the dum dum she eventually chose? The guy Jed, who was Ugh. cheating on her the whole time. Gross. Gross anyway. person. And again, that was one where I went, "Oh, don't listen to me," because. I was like, oh, Jed, Jed seems good. He seems nice. He seems solid. But I wanted her to pick Tyler, too. But we all knew she wouldn't pick him because she thought she couldn't have him mm-hmm. on some fucking level. And Jed yeah. seemed like the nicer one. But actually, probably Tyler's nicer. Except not anymore, so maybe. nicer. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I shouldn't project. Is anyone nice, really? No. Not really. Definitely not me. <laughs> Certainly not. Not I. Not I. Not behind closed doors. Not my life. <laughs> Fuck. Tyler C. God, well, it's been a great couple of seasons, but yeah. Yeah. All I want to talk about is Ivan's brother. I know. You and I wonder what else. his take on all of this, all of this is, and I wonder if he's gonna, you know, become a TikTok star or something now, because it's like America wants more. America wants more wisdom. Maybe she, Ivan feels too obvious for her. Like she's like, "Oh, we I would choose Ivan. I, I, I want to choose a challenge. I want to choose somebody whose whose relapses are going to be my problem." Oh my god! I mean, I I don't understand. I mean, I guess I get it. Obviously, I get it, but it sucks to watch it unfold in front of you. It's. It's brutal to watch. You know how fucking turned on she is by him. Yeah, and the way he's kissing her is does look psycho. Like mm-hmm. again, I one of my friends said this once, and I think there's truth to it that like some people who are really nuts make it a point to be good at fucking, or maybe being nuts just makes them good at fucking. You decide. <laughs> um, 
that it's just like a tool, you know? Like people who are yeah. really, it's like, yeah, it's just like a tool for. Yeah, I mean. Lunatics. Totally, <laughs> totally. And <clears throat> I think if you have any kind of addictive behavior, like sex is just another thing you can be addicted to. And get He really just good seems at. so addicted to her. Yeah. Too. And that feels good when you're somebody that needs validation and. And it's going to feel stronger, like a stronger heat than Ivan, but she's not going to realize that it's like a dragon's breath heat that's going to fucking scorch you to a crisp. Yeah. He's going to drain her dry. Her and Claire are going to both find solace in each other after Dale and Zach about to explode. I feel like Dale is the kind of guy that is gonna just cheat on her low-key for yeah. years yeah yeah you're right They'll he knows how to years. behave like low-key and the sh- he'll ride it out through the rest of like the cycle what, yeah the and ring cycle literally until, the ring cycle until she like bu- busts him she's gonna have to bust him he won't do anything to make her feel like it's a bad idea like he i think he knows he's gonna how handle to navigate it all a woman Zach, on the other hand, I think is gonna like. He has a yeah. he's a seriously haunted person. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna have like a total relapse, and she's gonna see very clearly in front of her face, without a doubt, that she's gotta go. But or she's gonna stick it out. I mean, like, look, I'm not saying that you know addicts can't find love, but I just think she doesn't really know what she's dealing with, and he's presenting a one side of a really big issue. And he's presenting it in he's, a disturbing way. I don't think he's clean at all. And he's I not clean at all. I think he was drinking wine on one of those days. It's just like, you know, I fell for that one before. You have someone tell you that they used to go to AA, but they're fine now and they're drinking <clears throat> beer. It's not going to be good. He never even said he was fine. No, he never used any recovery language. He never used fucking soap. I never even heard him say sober. Mm-mm. No. And he called the stuff that led to his arrest, crazy stuff. He was like, things got crazy or like shit got wild. Mm-hmm. Like girl. And we heard it was a DUI, but we didn't hear what the substance was. And then just now in the hometown, my ear caught him saying drugs. So I think oh, yeah. he was trying to toss it off as like booze slash what, but I know he was talking about pills, but it's just like, girl, let's be real. What are we dealing with here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you when you see his family, you can definitely tell what's going on. Seems like only child from a very affluent family. Oh no, he's got that brother. Oh, he has a brother. Is that brother guardian brother? Who's like kind of had kind of face like a little stuffed animal. Oh yeah. And they both have the dimples. And I mean, the family seems like they care about him. And like, obviously, anyone who's like survived all that shit has to have a good support structure. I'm not shitting on that. I'm just saying she doesn't know what she's entering. No, it is a handful and a half. It's like you go towards Ivan and his brother and you run. Yeah. There. Yeah. Like, that could be your brother-in-law. <laughs> and if that feels too hot for you, Brendan is another option. <laughs> you couldn't do that and not accidentally <laughs> bend over and fucking spread one Thanksgiving when you're drunk in a room with that guy and everybody <laughs> goes outside to look at the lights? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> then go run and tell Brendan. 
Brandon. You like him. But please do not <laughs> run tell Zach. Please do not run tell him. Wow, Zach is you're in for a world of heartache with that guy. It's that so sex bad. will be good for six to eight months and then <sighs> things are gonna turn very sour. That is my warning. Especially if they're doing the fucking victory tour. Like, she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars and he's going to have to be fucking alone in some hotel room or whatever the fuck these people are up to for... Then I don't know what that looks like in COVID, but you know they're going to find a way to get to the fucking honky-tonk in Nashville because they always do. (laughs) Yes. They always find each other. They will. And I think Tasia has a, like... I think she wants to move to New York. I think she wants a bigger life. I think she's been very sheltered. Like, what know. does that do again? Oh, yeah. He works at the rehab he went he to. He works at the rehab in New Jersey. He does it's not live in New York. It's not New York. I know the tri-state's real, but please. Going to move in with his parents in New Jersey? If you, oh, oh, honey, if you had wanted somebody who lived in New York, you could have chose motherfucking Riley. Exactly. He's an attorney. A lawyer. A fucking lawyer. He's defending people or whatever, doing something important, and then also a little sports practice on the side. In New York. Actual angel. Like he's the the man. (laughs) She's a. I mean, she's hard to watch. I probably passed up a million Rileys or what have yous and went straight towards the psychos that are going to ruin your life. Why do we do that? I don't know. It's like the modern (laughs) woman sickness. So that's part of why we love the show. That is our mirror. Because it's a mirror. You go, I don't know. It's hard to see it in me, but I like seeing it in you, Tasha, Claire, Mm -hmm. Anna, Mm -hmm. and all you other hosts. Yeah. And be fall. (laughs) Most especially Claire, too. Nobody saw, nobody else watched Bachelorette Winter Games, but, or Bachelor Winter Games, whatever but me but i did see every episode every moment and claire really chokes me up just to think about i know you've heard me tell this story so many times but i gotta tell for the people claire crawley had the most delightful french canadian man named Mm. benoit after her jock the man he saw he liked her just like ivan (laughs) truly was like that girl is perfect for whatever reason starstruck by claire crawley he wanted her. She didn't really want him back. She wasn't sure. There was some other God. asshole guy who was like ripped. One of those guys. She wanted him. He took her for a night, dumped her. She was weeping. No. Benoit was still there going, Clara, Claire, I, I love you. I love you, Claire. They finally get together and she's just like, Oh, something just doesn't feel right. Oh, it just doesn't. There's not something. There's like that. Not that thing. <laughs> uh, like, oh, you mean your pain body screaming <laughs> for you to heal it? He goes, there's just not. There's not that thing. Dumps yep. his ass. Still, Benoit stands Claire. At the reunion show, it's revealed that they had gotten together again after the show. He proposes. They get engaged. And then they break up and she goes on the bachelorette and she's his tail. Good lord. That and is Benoit still oldest time. supporting her. He's like posting like, she's going to be a wonderful bachelorette. Oh we are friends. Gosh. I love Claire. He still loves her. <laughs> it's like, fuck, girl. Uh, dude. I don't know. I, if you can't, 
see what's in front of you. I don't know who can help you. Mm-mm. She needed some kind of psycho love that didn't make any sense. Jesus just Christ. Like we all do, just like we all did. I know. We've all done it. We have all done it. I'll probably do it again a few more times. I, I try not to, but God. Yeah, damn. I wonder when I'm going to be done. Yeah, me too. I wonder when I'm going to get with this life. <laughs> probably never. No. Yeah. I mean, you've had stretches of real stability too. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> You're right. I'm so sorry to gaslight you. <laughs> Man. Stable. What does that even mean? What is that? What is that? It's a myth. Not even an atom is stable. Not even a chair. Absolutely not. The only thing you can do is, is pray nothing. to God. <laughs> Dave, you're sorry ass. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> and see if Zach was really <clears throat> with his program, he'd be saying that kind of shit to Claire. Yeah. He'd be talking a little more like Ivan's brother, saying real shit. Exactly. Empty fucking explanations. Tweaker explanations. Yeah. It's like itching as he tells her. And how <laughs> casually he mentioned stealing his dad's fucking checks. Yeah, like, how much money are we talking? He's like, you know, think, oh, shit got crazy. You know, yeah, still my dad's checks and, I don't know, anyway, things got bad. And thank God for that bank teller that, that called my dad. And Oh, I've been to rehab shit. a few times before. But this time. <laughs> you know, I almost think it's, a gen- it's, it's, it's in our blood, and I'll tell you why, because my mom... And that my dad, simply weeks after he exited rehab, mm-hmm. and if that bitch wasn't so obsessed with him, they met in England, she went there to visit, met him there, they wrote letters to each other for a year, talk about like intense connection that she had never felt before. This man is an addict, he just like had just fresh out of rehab, and she thinks, yeah, this is fine, this is good, this is a good idea. He comes here, marries her. One of the her. principals, not supposed to date. Yeah, exactly. I think it's one of Attic's favorite rule to break. It rules to break. I love to break the rules. I'd break it too. I would never follow that rule. Are you kidding me? Nothing feels better than falling in love. Like, especially if you can't do drugs or drink anymore. I know. What's the best high of all? Love. Yeah. Well, thank God that that happened, though, because that's how we have you here. Yeah. For us today. Yeah. The one and only Jacqueline Hoare. <laughs> Jacqueline Hoare. Jacqueline Hoare. <laughs> <laughs> She's here. To um, stay. But that's gotta that's gotta like have printed something in my DNA. Oh yeah. Big time. So thanks, Mom. <laughs> Big time, girl. I know. <laughs> I feel like it was just all alcoholic. All my grandparents were alcoholics. Yeah. And then it just funneled down. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. But do your parents have a substance abuse problem at all? 
I mean, no, but it's like they would, you know, they were like drinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like I grew up around like kind of a regular, but it was like, you know, wine at night and beer and stuff mostly. Yeah. It wasn't like a Nothing super out of crazy control. thing. It was just like more like low key, regular yeah. drinking. Normal. Oh, no. Yeah. But, but I definitely relate to like all the coda shit. Yeah. Well, if you were married by a codependent, I mean, married, if you were raised by a codependent, you're going to have those same tendencies. I don't think you need to be drinking to be like a dry drunk. Like that's almost. I know. It's like not, not being an alcoholic isn't the same thing as being sober. Exactly. Zach. Zach. (laughs) (laughs) But you are an, but you are an alcoholic, Zach, right? Or what is it? You gotta tell Tasha before you pop that cue, babe. You gotta give her the full rundown. What are your things? How's she gonna know? Yeah, what are your tells? And what does she have to do? What's the plan? Who does she call? You gonna go? Are you gonna go into all those details, Zach, before you fucking engage her? No, they are gonna fully blindly go down this road, and she's not gonna know what's going on. And I think she's gonna get wrecked. I hate that for her. I hate it for her, but you know. Again, I think the fate that has befallen a lot of our recent bachelorettes displays the fundamental issues with the whole modern American dating process. And I think women are starting to hit a wall. Like, we can't do this anymore. We can't do this anymore. This romance shit is so toxic. Like, it has truly ruined my life. And many times. And there's got to be a better way. Yeah, it's called everybody go to fucking therapy. <laughs> and don't fucking talk to me until you do. <laughs> including myself. I, including I me. Going, I'm going to stop talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the and, only thing to do. And that's the theme of this original <laughs> Bachelorette podcast. Go to therapy. Go to fucking therapy already. If it could just become a hot thing. Remember when, like, it became hot for, like, guys to be feminists? Uh-huh. And they were all, everyone started doing it, and now it's kind of kind of the norm. Like, let's just make it a super hot thing that, like, men go to therapy. Totally. Then maybe they'll actually start doing it. And meetings! It. If Zach was a fucking true AA head and had really done the work and achieved the wisdom, he'd be the hottest one. Yeah, Totally. Obviously, not to, I don't know what his journey has been, whatever, but just the way he's talking and acting is not sober to me. No, and he doesn't even, I mean, I'm not even like a sober stan or anything. Like, I don't think no. everyone needs to be sober, but like. No, and I'm not sober, by the way. I'm high constantly. <laughs> but like, yeah, if you just have some like tools in your toolbox to, to pull out and like sound like you have some emotional maturity slash not bennett who had what was the four pillars of emotional immaturity oh my god dumbass (laughs) fuck face suck my dick and eat my cock the four (laughs) pillars of the harvard gentleman is of always of course like my boss and then naturally a finger up my ass please no no not a finger for me i'll take the whole cock (laughs) bennett girl Another 911 call needs to be made on behalf of Bennett's sexuality. Let's I just face want facts. You to Bennett. 
Mm-hmm. What you really into, babe? <laughs> Be honest with yourself. Be honest. Your sockless feet, because it's telling the world what everyone already knows. <laughs> Bennett. Girl. It's better on the other side. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like people, like women, love him. I know. I really had that feeling, especially by the way he reacted to her breaking up with him. He was acting like he had never gotten broken up with before. And I think that's possible. This is, again, okay, okay, okay. So, like, a fucking legendary woman. Like, (laughs) Daisha, Anna B, Caitlin, Bristow, all these incredible reality stars, which are the pinnacle of a normal woman. Um, They are all fucking at a loss. But men like Bennett, who's 36, has never been dumped. You know what I mean? Like, huh? It's just what like, is why feeling? is it so different what we go through? I don't know. I think there's probably whole thesis is written about why it's so different. But Bennett's just been like rewarded re- richly <clears throat> and handsomely his whole life for acting the way he acts, even though he should be humiliated and should probably try to hide his privilege a little more because it's gross and disgusting. <laughs> Yes. And people who went to Harvard should stop thinking that they're important just because of their stupid fucking dumbass diploma. Because you're not. Also, and your days he, are done, bitches. It's over. He couldn't even spell when they did that school thing. I know. So funny. It was like on some Patch Adams shit. It's like, or not Patch Adams, sorry. <laughs> How about them apples? <laughs> what is that one called? Is that, um, oh <laughs> the shit. fucking Damon Affleck vehicle. Why they got Patch Adams? Like- I hope it has Adams. either Patch or Adams in it. It's got hit. What's his name in it? Oh my god! How are we not remembering? <laughs> this is the lead for me. This is definitely an effect of lead. I'm looking at Ben Affleck movies. It's, like, it's gonna be like Batman 2019. Goodwill Hunting. Oh yes, yes. yes I. Yes, 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 it's because yes, yes. of Robin Williams. Right, Patch Adams. <laughs> Hunting. Anyway, goodwill hunting is a is a factual thing, and you can be smarter from going to the library than from getting a fancy diploma. Yeah, man, Bennett. I can't believe people still rest on the laurels of some dusty old institution that we know is racist and sexist. Like, why are you proud? You should be hiding it. God, he's so proud. Could it be prouder? You gotta be one of those cool people that goes. Where you go? Oh, where'd you go to school? They go Cambridge. I know. Or they'll go, New Haven? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sit down. Uh, Palo Alto. <laughs> yeah, uptown. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> yeah, Gated you're, campus. You're one of them. <laughs> I know I'm one of them. I'm like, I went to school in New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs> I got an expensive diploma that's meaningless. No, it's not. I mean, education is a great thing, but I just think, you know, thinking that you're actually, like, superior to anyone is stupid. Would love to read that book that he's referencing, though. Emotional Intelligence, yeah. It's a very, very, I feel like it's a very, like, 80s book. It's on my mom's shelf because my mom's, like, a business coach. And so she's always had, like, all of those, like, standards of, like, habits of highly successful people. Yeah. Emotional intelligence. Like, just a shelf of coach books. 
But I never, I, I cracked some of them, but I don't remember emotional intelligence. Probably because I didn't read it because I don't have any. Sorry, go ahead. That's not true. <laughs> you have so much of it. Uh, he reminds me so much of um, Charlotte York's first husband, Trey McDougal. Exactly. In their Which, family. As a kid, oh my God, I want to do a whole episode just about the men of Sex in the City, honestly, because oh. I, I mean, yes. don't get me started. Get yes. me started. The level of confusion I would feel as a kid when I was like prepubescent trying to understand why any of these men were sexy Hot. to adult yeah. women. I mean, but part of it's just a huge casting thing. And it's like, yeah. what? These are all like these weird, they're theater actors, but they all come off so strange <laughs> that I was just like, so what? Like grown men are just like these aliens you have to put up with or something. And like, they're all so weird. And Trey McDougal is no exception. I mean, no. a truly chilling performance by Kyle McLaughlin. Of a- Kyle McLaughlin nailed it. I just recently rewatched some of his episodes and it was like, wow. Nailed it. Nailed it. He has the soul of that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got it. In a way that's just almost unwatchable, basically. Yeah, it truly is. It but who is who is the spookiest of of? I, I feel like I have to like go back and look. Are you talking about the Sex and the City men? Yes. Okay, big ones. Because for me, it's the bit players. Almost, it's like oh, the yeah. one ep arc ones are the weirdest <clears throat> ones. I agree. Who's the one weirdest one? There's that one. Okay, well, no, well, he's supposed to be gross. But there's a couple ones that are supposed to be hot that you're like, what? Okay, Ew. who are yours? I, I need to like look up their names. Hold on. I know. I need to get on IMDb and look at the episode guide ASAP. Okay, Skipper's weird. Like, I mean, this is season uh, one, but it's like Skipper, Skipper's weird as Skipper fuck. is an incel. 100%. Skipper's an incel. <clears throat> Hold on. Alexander Petrovsky, I mean, Ugh. the worst, the worst. The worst. Nothing appealing about him. Truly an abusive man. I mean, literally, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he literally was. There's that um, one hot, ba- hot baseball player and they only gave him one fucking episode. Yeah, he was hot. Dumb. She sees Big at the party and cries in his mouth and runs away. And you're just like, yeah. Carrie! She yeah, talk about it. everything we're talking about right now. Yeah. She's like, gotta go back to the most abusive man I've ever met. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. <sighs> I think the guy that was the um the the worst guy to me was the guy that was the uh author and he had a great family and he like Yes, that's actually somebody who flashed out of mind. Okay. This is one of the more surreal... Jack Berger. Is that Jack Berger? No, no, no. Jack, Jack Berger is Oh, he's the he was Ron. another writer. Yeah. He, okay, but yeah. Hottie from Office Space, Ron la la la. Right um i'm really not being good at actors names right now (laughs) forgive me um the you know who okay this is a weird hallucinatory through line of sex in the city and there's another one along this line that i want to also bring up Mm -hmm. that that was played the weird writer who has the cool family and she likes the family better than the guy is played by justin thorell yeah, and he's placed two weird boyfriends. Yes, you yeah. already know about this. Yeah, yeah. real ones now. That was actually the source of a huge fight with me and an ex. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, these are the kinds of fights I, I, I've always gotten into. 
it's not about big things. It's about basically we had a we had some really vulnerable sex. All right, nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Steve. <laughs> and then um, I just went on a really weird rant about that Justin Thoreau coincidence or not coincidence, the casting, doubling, whatever. Like I went on a really crazy, endless, <laughs> long rant about <laughs> how Justin Thoreau was in Sex and the City twice. It's like, this person didn't even know who Justin Thoreau was. You know, they were just like, what the fuck? And they got really mad that I like- Why would they get mad? Well, that's, a, that's another conversation, Jackie. <laughs> you was know like, why. I, you know was, who it is. Oh, yeah. Was it a jealousy thing? Cause no, it was just like, how it. dare you talk about something so silly after something An so intense. intense. Girl, half the time I'm up making a sandwich. Exactly. I mean, Within that's my like style. Two I go minutes from after fucking to whatever. Let's, whatever. I feel let's talk like about doing. something very dear to my heart, which is how Justin throws on Sex and the City play two different characters. Yeah. Why not? What are you supposed to do? And just I, kind lay of, I, there? I knew that it was like it was like one of those things where you you know. Going like, too the, far. My whole bit right now is that I'm going to make this way too long. And it's, you know, the middle <laughs> of the night. And I am going to talk about this at length for longer than is necessary. Because <laughs> it just tickles me for some reason. <laughs> it's a horrible part of my personality, but. That's not horrible. You know. Somebody's got to appreciate that. That's a, Jacqueline Novak used to have a bit about that. She's like, I'm so good at annoying people. It's. It's crazy, and how all the bits she would do with her boyfriend, and just make it last as long as possible. Just that's her style. Just go full throttle on it. Go full throttle. So yeah, the the Justin Thoreau, um, you know, multiplicity situation really got yeah. me some hot water a time or two in my life, but let wow. it be known. And then the other really weird one is that with i think it's with petrovsky it's like one of the petrovsky dates when they were getting super high flute in season six and yeah. they had that whole marina abramovic part like you remember that yeah she's like they're like going to see an installation of a woman who is sleeping for seven days in a house where there's no walls and knives for a f- ladder yeah <laughs> it was an actual marina abramovic performance and then mm-hmm. in that episode jennifer aniston plays her Oh, I swear to God. I swear done? to God. Look it up. Fact check me. It's like a uncredited, weird, like cameo, hidden, like Easter egg, weird. Oh, thing. that's Maybe cool. That hidden. But I feel like one of my professors in college told me that. Which. Oh yeah, I'll definitely rewatch that. Yeah, it is. It's her. My mind There's... doesn't betray me. No, not at all. So, anyways, Sex and the City and Bachelorette are both great shows great shows great franchises neither are paying us to say this why would sex in the city ever pay anyone to talk about it still we can't stop talking about it god damn oh my god bradley cooper was in this yeah bradley cooper is a weird one Mm -hmm. but he's not even really one of the weird ones will arnett's one one of the guys will arnett has a little he's one he's the guy that likes to fuck in public oh yeah yeah and Miranda's like not it's Miranda, right? Yeah, Miranda's like Oh my god. Like, okay. But oh and then they then he does it at his mom's, mom's house. house. And the mom That's walks gross. in. And he's like <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he comes. Yeah. 
That's horrifying. Good lord. And then there was a comic store guy who also had the mom lived at his mom's with Carrie. Yeah, that guy wasn't even that. Bad. That guy was fine. I mean, gross, but not in Whatever. the weird old theater rock actor way. Yeah, no. So, what's wrong with us? I guess that's part of it. Part of it. Big part of it. <laughs> oh my god, it was so influential. I was like, I was like fourteen, going, okay, this is life. Yeah. So Carrie's good, right? Yeah. So we want to be Carrie, right? <laughs> so I'm a okay. Okay, I'm gonna act just like that. Do you know how long it took me to reprogram myself? Realize Miranda is the cool one. I know. Forever. So sick that we never knew, never didn't know that. Carrie just throwing stuff at a wall for no reason. She's just like so fucking off. She's so out of line. Always. Always. In every fight she has with her friends, in every like everything she every everything she, she reeks up. When she like gets mad at Big and throws the French fries that she's got on What am I to Paris? When am I gonna be important to you? Never, bitch. Move on. Like, Never. let it go. And then they made us go through, like, two sequels of him doing the same thing, like, four more times. It's, like, enough. Even when you're married to him, finally, he can barely stand you. Like, let it go. Like, why are we all still here? It had to be Mr. Big. No, it didn't. It didn't. It, it could have done did. women a big favor and had her at the end realize that he's, he's not a good person for her and walk the fuck away. Would have been cool if she was alone. Yeah, with neither like, of those you know stupid what? bastards they had at I'm, the end. I'm cool by myself. The I don't end. need abusers. Why didn't they do that? Why'd they do this to us? I don't know, but I still love it. I, I don't know. I still like now. I want to watch Sex and City. Yeah, I'll watch the whole thing all over again. It's like a brain massage. Mm-hmm. For our wounds. That's why I watch I The Bachelorette too. <laughs> <laughs> she's not okay but i'm okay (laughs) i would never do that but i do but i have (laughs) (laughs) yeah man to be continued (laughs) to be continued with the epic finale Is, is next week the finale oh god i hope so i think it will be yeah it's only gonna be so it'll be a two-nighter probably oh yeah they split that shit up and i can't fucking wait can't wait to see what happens we're gonna have so much to discuss she's gonna pick zach no doubt about it that's what my bet yeah i'd I'd put money on it i should look for a betting ring do you know there's some out there you know but you know how it's probably just like you know Women and gays going easy on each other. And <laughs> maybe you get 50 bucks, but it's not like real men money with sports. Yeah. With you. They, they feel free to gouge each other mm-hmm. off of the love of the game. Yeah. No guilt. It's not no a friendly uh, pot yeah. or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. If anyone wants to start a brutal Bachelor Fantasy League that's, you know, high stakes. Let us know. We're let, in. Let us know. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's turn <laughs> something femme mask. Like, yeah. That's what we need to be doing with everything. Seriously. 
And it's so funny because Jack and I were just listening to the Origins podcast, James Andrew Miller. He's like a writer and it's about the origins of Sex and the City. And it's actually a great listen. If you are an, a fan like us, a fan slash critic, and they just like, and it also is just like propaganda for Sex and the City. And maybe be like, it is a great show. It was groundbreaking, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> it made me so company I know SATC again but um Me too. whatever it's all good I respect to all those um incredible artists that created it and uh they just kept being like you know the whole point of the show is that big she doesn't want to be big or she doesn't want to be with big she wants to be big mm-hmm. you're like really that's the point of the show because somehow along the way I missed that part Never did get that message. No. She went back to him time and time again. Over time and time again. Yeah, they really That's got derailed. The, the show? Mm, didn't get it. No. That's what that. we tried to make the point. I guess subconsciously I'm like trying to ameliorate that. We made that the point of my show. Bar show. Right. Yes. That's Yeah, you did. Kind of. No, well, she never gets anything. anything she wants and she never gets laid and it's a lot more realistic. She says it in one of the lines, right? Yeah. And that's the part that I was like, oh, should I leave this in? It's embarrassing. But I guess I got to leave it in. It's vulnerable, you know? It's good. It's a good line. It's true. Oh, my God. The amount of men I thought had my talent, for, was like holding on to my talent for me over the years. It's crazy. And I'm, this is from, I'm, bitch, I've been a feminist, you know, this whole time. I was outspokenly mm-hmm. so, or so I thought, inward spokenly. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh no, I'm I'm I believe in liberation. <laughs> and there were times where I was ready to just fucking move to Toronto or whatever, you know, over a fucking dingbat. Yeah. Mean person. Oh, mean God. people. Just like Petrovsky and fucking big. Yeah. At least I was in my twenties and I had an excuse. What's yours, Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> As the oldest bachelorette in history, I would have thought. She would have made a better choice. <laughs> and he, I think Yosef did say something like, in he his, said that. like he said history, but then he, he reiterated something so funny. It was just like, you're really canonizing this, aren't you? Like, yeah. That there's never in the whole history, history of the world been an older bachelorette than you. Than you. And then she said, I would no, 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 you stop. No, you stop. No, you stop. I did like when she said, because I didn't settle for men like you. It's true. I like that. It's true. But I also just can't help but see it through the eyes of men and all they see is desperation and going, yeah, well, nobody wants to be with you, you crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit goes deep. The programming goes deep. Yeah, man. There's always another layer to it. Always. They're like, oh, like yeah. She's totally empowered. No. Or is she the the laughing stock of all of this? She lives and breathes. Like her whole life was to find a man. So I was secretly everything in my life was about finding a man for a while, long time. But I was like pretending it wasn't. Yeah, you and everybody else. <laughs> and now I don't care if it's a man or a woman, as long as they get here fast. You know? 
<laughs> Just kidding. Fuck off. All of you, stay away. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, well, this, everything about this show is abusive and terrible and <laughs> built for failure. But, you know, it's not what, it's not a, you know, it is what, it's something else now. It's a whole experience. It's a career. So, you know, they get something yeah. out of it and that's cool. And I think it's like actually more futuristic and like the next turn of the wheel away from the sex and the city mentality of like the man helps you or whatever. Like all of those girls that didn't get love have money now. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> At least there's that. There's that. However <laughs> long we'll see. Isn't that depressing? <laughs> Uh, At least Hannah B was on Dancing with the Stars, huh? She was, bless her heart. But you don't even get the fucking fun of like having a hot person there that you're at least fucking. It's just like, God, she couldn't even get laid by Tyler C for a few years. Fuck. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm going straight to hell. Dead. <laughs> Dead. You're the one. <sighs> That was a wild thing to watch. I mean, they they do. I think the funny thing about this show is watching them choose the wrong person every time. Time. And then, but then I go, well, which one is really the right one? Because in the, I think this might have been before your time, but in the case of Rachel Lindsay, it was a few years ago. She, there was this guy Peter that we were all like Peter. He was kind of like a Tyler C type, like so hot, like wolf eyes, like. Everyone was going, how's he on the show? Mm-hmm. And they had a thing and it had a heat to it. And then they had this like really tragic breakup basically because he wasn't ready to propose in six weeks like a normal person. And she was just like, I didn't get on the show to have a boyfriend. I got on the show to have Beyonce. So oh and they just God. broke up over that. Like in real life, they would have like been fine and been together probably. Yeah. But like, it was this like, gut-wrenching breakup where they were both just sobbing because he had to leave because he didn't want to propose in a week or whatever or he wasn't sure he was just like maybe i'm not sure totally that kind of thing takes time for me like a normal ass person like a normal ass person and she was like nope and then they broke up and she chose this other guy that seemed like such a plan b sad choice but in the end they're still together and it's like maybe he and she was like no i always really liked brian best and maybe she was right like maybe brian was the right choice i don't know mm. way in batch fans I don't know. yeah i didn't see that season so i can't say but sounds like the wrong move to me it felt like the wrong move at the time it was it was gut-wrenching it was like watching hannah and not choose tyler you were like god no Oh. Watch a woman freak out when when she's introduced to a boundary. I know. <laughs> Run in I the other direction. <laughs> Watch anyone who does that. Yeah. Anyone who freaks out when you make a boundary, unless you're related to them, which those people will probably do that too. Run. You don't need to deal with it. It's fucking 2021. We're going to be too distracted. Yeah, there's too I much real shit on. to fucking put up with lunatics who want to fight with you. It's like <clears throat> we gotta fight the power, man. We can't fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm too tired to deal with. Too tired. Yeah, those narcissists suck your energy up, bro. Mm-hmm. Distract you, get you off your path, bro. Mm-hmm. Every time, game. every mm. single time. 
Tom will pass. Where am I? You're in some fucking cave or gutter. Dude. They took all your magic. Ran with it. Ranger dry. Ranger dry. Carrie. Carrie. I feel like Carrie's doing that to everyone too. Yeah, she is. That's the point yeah. of her. It's like it's Carrie. Yeah, Carrie is just like a narcissist, actually, like a classic kind of modern example of one who's like, it's low key, but it's there. Yeah, she's like the '90s version of an influencer. You know? Exactly. If they made that show now, she would be like just an Instagram famous person. Exactly, she'd be Emily in Paris. <laughs> yeah, they did make it now. It's Emily in Paris. <laughs> they did make it. It's Emily in Paris. And I am dying to find out what happens with the chef. Same. In Paris. Emily, are you going to betray your friend for the man that you say you love? Blah, blah, blah. She's going to. Whatever. We all want her to fuck. We all, they all made us think that that guy and that girl weren't right for each other. Yeah. Oh, please tell me a fucking Parisian would be that friendly to her. No way. Never. Never in a million years would a Parisian... A French woman has never acted like that in her life. The way that... Stopped and acted. made sure that a vendor gave you the right flowers that you were asking for because they were <laughs> fucking with you. And then invited you to a fancy party. No. In what world? In what universe? In what world does a Parisian <laughs> take time out of their day to make an American comfortable? Absolutely not. They don't do that. I mean, unless they're being paid absolutely not and it was, i kept being like so this bitch doesn't have any friends mm-hmm. this hot successful parisian woman doesn't have any friends she needs Doubt to be it. best friends with emily <laughs> that girl will be throwing darts from they dead. kissed though didn't they they did they have a lesbianic moment did the girls kiss did i just want that to happen i wanted it to there was a night where i thought it was but i think i don't think they went there because it's kind of a straight show weirdly enough michael patrick King. Really? Darren, Darren Star. Oh, it's Darren Star. Wait. Emily in Paris. Yeah, Ooh. I, re- wait, I wait, really wait. thought they were going to make out. Oh, no, I was like, okay, it? now I get it. Philippe Leroy Bolleux. She was Sylvie Grateau. Oh, no, that was the cool boss. I love that cunty French boss. She's cool. Oh, yeah. She was That's cool. a Parisian woman, you know? Mm hmm. I don't understand why they all three can't be together in a modern love triangle. I know. Maybe that's what they're angling towards with season two. They were just like grooming us for that inevitable open relationship thing, which it's never gonna I don't happen. think they are. I think they're just doing the same old thing because obviously The Bachelor reflects the pulse of the nation and most people are still on this shit. Mm-hmm. Myself included. Myself included. I still. I don't want them. I don't want them to be in a poly thing. I want her to get with the chef. <laughs> yeah, me too. Or get with the girl. Or get with she's the girl. not a She's one. That girl, that girl character was so, uh, so fucking fake that I couldn't even. She wasn't personified for me. Every character in that was very flat to me. I'm gonna say, but for two exceptions. <laughs> but for. The French boss I thought was cool and like yeah. not flat, uh-huh. and the colleague, the Daffy colleague with the like fuzzy hair. hair. Yeah, I like. He him was too. somehow such a hook for me. 
Yeah, it was good. It was good. That was a good casting choice. Yeah, I was like, where'd they find this guy? Yeah. I love it. He was, cool. he was like kind of, he felt very like French. He was horny. Uh-huh. He was open-minded, but also like, closed-minded. Like pretty ugly, honestly. Ugly, but, but also like hot. Hot. Yeah, you could tell like very he fucks Parisian. Yes, 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 yes. And I like the other coworker. I thought that those two were like a great little comedic part where I was actually laughing at some of the shit yeah. they were saying and I was going, fuck. Because they like truly negged her in like a cool way. In a truly Parisian way. Yeah, they were the only part of that show like that didn't work out for her. Well, they, it did actually because they had no intense with her. Yeah. But they yeah. were actually put up a fight. They did put up a fight. Unlike that neighbor girl who would have put up more of a fight if she had put up a little more of a fight i would have liked the character more yeah me too her, they don't seem right for each other yes her and emily and the guy are right for each other but clearly <laughs> how they're all the same <laughs> that guy's totally one-dimensional too i'm just like <laughs> no but it is realistic that an important chef would think she's interesting even though they don't speak <laughs> the same language he has an elegant Parisian woman that he's probably gonna marry, but he would drop it all for a bright-eyed, fucking annoying American woman. She's so annoying, and she doesn't even know that you're not supposed to put soap and water on a fucking cast iron skillet. Get out of here! Get the fuck out of France! Get they don't they the kick you out for that of kind of thing? Absolutely. He should have bonked her over the head and kicked her out of his apartment. <laughs> bonk, at that point, instead he's like giggling like in the suds, and he's like loving how dumb she is and naive and fucking optimistic Ugh. Ugh. she truly is an american in paris that emily yeah it's grotesque it's grotesque and yet humiliatingly enough there were times where i was totally swept up in lily collins performance against all I... of my whims and un- yeah. desires i watched the whole thing in one sitting so i miss it really... i want more <laughs> something's working <laughs> there's something about it everyone i knew that was secret everyone okay it was one of those things that everyone was secretly watching mm-hmm. like no one was talking about it everyone was like mm-hmm. 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 i was getting texts <laughs> going i don't know why it's so bad this is so embarrassing but i'm like i can't stop watching emily in paris and then <laughs> the dominoes fell and it turns out oh we all watched everyone, everyone number one in the world or whatever yeah yeah Stats were in. Smash hit. Explain that. You I mean, tell me. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Again, I'm a woman with taste, sophistication, training. I can't. I cannot stress this enough. I can't stress my own sophistication enough. And yet, Just like Bennett, I too went to Harvard, and yet. <laughs> And yet I am laid up in bed with wine and my laptop watching this garbage. I can't stop. I can't stop. Apparently we all are. Stop. It's yeah. like, you know, Jay, Jay Lawrence loves the Kardashians, you know. Uh, Gigi Hadid's uh, picking up her boyfriends for The Bachelorette. I mean, this is America, people. Hi, low, <laughs> low, high. It's all the same. We're not alone. So, you know. Enjoy Kanye it. and Kim. Need I say more? <laughs> the dichotomy is astounding. Who's high, who's low? <laughs> you tell me, bitch. <laughs> Honestly, you tell me. 
Just a judge, whatever. Did you ever see that thing that they used, they had this thing in New York Magazine that's, they used to probably still do it. I just don't read it anymore because I don't live in New York. Isn't that weird? It's like, <laughs> I can still read it, but I just mm. stopped. Because no. well, they don't see it laying around at friends' houses. It's just not around as much. Right. But they have the approval matrix. And it's like this graph of like things that happened in the week culturally. And then they like plot everything on the graph. And the graph is like high culture, low culture. Or it's oh. like good disgusting high culture low culture and I, I was always so offended by what they put in lowbrow oh and what they put in highbrow that's very new york to me it's very new york magazine i know see and angelina you're like yourself is just rolling her eyes at the mention of it <laughs> i can't stand that when you're in the water you're going okay yeah this is this Someday I know something on the upper right hand side of the approval matrix graph. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. Fighting right, for well, president, right? 2020. <laughs> Biden Harris. Dude. I want life to today. rock on. Dude. I want life to rock on, baby. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> all right well i feel like this was a good one i feel like this is a great one you know i just think i don't care who listens it felt good to do <laughs> it's fun what else are we gonna do like this <laughs> we have a microphone we have zoom hopefully it all recorded <laughs> so in conclusion yeah wait we already concluded don't be a woman, right? 